Yeah, this is part two of the Cafe American podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels, and we were talking about the situation that is going on right now in Syria and what other countries are doing to try and either prevent a third world war or instigate it. The last time we were speaking, we left off with Theresa May and her tap dancing around the Scripple case. Scripple was poisoned. He was a double agent for Russia and the United Kingdom. Russia handed him over to the United Kingdom in a spy swap, and the United Kingdom subsequently handed over a number of Russian spies. The problem with this is that Scripple was supposedly poisoned by something called Novichik, and nobody has been able to provide evidence that Novichik was actually used. Theresa May, Prime Minister of England, said oh my god, it must be the Russians, we must attack the Russians before anything else happens, and god damn it, we don't have enough time to investigate, so balls, we must go and attack Syria. Because Russia tried to kill a spy. No. No. Then the agency within the United Kingdom that is responsible for analyzing chemical and biological weapons came out and said, um, we've got no evidence that it was the Russians. Never mind. We have no evidence that it was actually Novichik. So I don't know what you're talking about. And then Theresa May had to backpedal. She put on her dancing shoes and decided to tap dance around Parliament and said, you know what? It doesn't matter what the results are. It doesn't matter who poisoned Scripple. It doesn't matter if the Russians did it or not. It doesn't matter what the results are of this investigation. We must bomb Syria. So today, today, April 11th, 2018, Prime Minister Theresa May decided to send submarines off the, to the coast of Syria. Why? Because these submarines have cruise missiles. These submarines will be able to attack Syria, a sovereign nation that did nothing to the United Kingdom, that did nothing to Israel, or at least since the 60s or 70s, and did nothing to the United States. They want, they being the West, the United States and Israel and possibly Turkey, they want Syria disassembled. They want it dismantled. They want to balkanize it, meaning they want to take Syria and make it into a group of countries. And since Syria will be a group of countries, they will no longer be able to influence regional politics. This also, this whole thing also has to do with a pipeline whether or not the Russian-Iranian pipeline will go through Syria or the Israeli-Saudi pipeline will go through Syria, subsequently supplying Europe with oil and natural gas. And oddly enough, Assad said, we choose Iran and Russia, and the West went, up yours, we will see about that. And now, now, we have the chemical attack that we talked about last time. We have the uh, the chemical attack supposedly in, uh, I think it was Dubta or some nonsense name like that, which was not, there's no evidence for that attack, but that has not stopped Trump from saying, you know what, it doesn't matter if there is evidence or not. We don't have the time to analyze it. We must strike Assad now. We must take out Syria. And Russia went, what the f 
What, what are you talking about? You're talking about starting a third world war and you won't even investigate whether or not this attack took place. Never mind the fact if a chemical weapon attack took place. And everybody else is on board with this. Everybody else in the United Nations. This has gone so far and has been so bad that the Security Council is now voting on whether or not Russia should be a part of the Security Council in the United Nations. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Oh, you don't agree with us? Then that means you are not allowed to vote anymore in the United Nations. What? 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 Nobody sees this as strong arming in the West. How come nobody in the United States is thinking? How come nobody in the United States is saying, hey, wait a minute, we are going toward a nuclear war with Russia, China, and Iran. And nobody is stopping it because the Democrats are too fucking stupid to realize what they're being taken advantage with. All they see is Hillary Clinton was defeated. It was her time. It was owed to her. She is, should have been the first female president. And this, this slut, this dastardly individual, this businessman. Now, let's get something straight. I'm no Trump supporter. And I don't think Trump is a good person. But get off it. Enough is enough. All the Democrats see is, oh, Hillary Clinton lost and it was because of the Russians. No, no, sweetheart. No, you hipster. Get an effing grip and realize that she lost because she thought she didn't have to do anything. Because her friends in the media tried their damnedest to get her elected. They tried their damnedest to make sure that they were convincing potential voters that they should not vote and that Hillary Clinton was a lock to be president of the United States. Well, guess what? She didn't campaign in the places she needed to campaign in. And subsequently, she effing lost. That's it. There was no Russian interference. But the Democrats are stupid enough. As much as they hate Trump, they will go along with him to start World War III because some snatch didn't get elected into the presidency. How effing stupid do you have to be to fall for a dumb line like that? How come nobody is thinking? We've got all of these idiots in ivory towers telling us, oh, the, the, the election was uh, influenced by Russians. and, and oh, oh, we must have the same monetary policy that we've had over the, the CNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN. They're all saying the same thing. Trump is an asshole. Trump won because of the Russians. But, but we must go along with Trump if he wants to nuke Syria, if he wants to destroy the Russians because the Russians, they need to get their nose bloodied for defeating Hillary Clinton and helping out Donald Trump. Once again, there is no evidence of that. So what we're seeing now with Syria, what we're seeing now in England with Theresa May, we are seeing the West goad Russia 
into a third world war. Russia has said that if you attack Syria, we will make sure that none of those missiles and none of those attacks actually hit their targets. And not only that, but we will make sure that the platforms that those missiles were launched from will be taken out. There's a new airplane that the United States has decided to deploy. It is the P-8. It is the successor of the P-3 Orion airplane. Now this airplane is a submarine hunter and this airplane is patrolling the coast of Syria because they want to make sure that there are no Russian subs patrolling the waters. So if the United States and England decide to launch an attack, and Israel decide to launch an attack into Syria, that they have a sufficient amount of defenses to take care of any sort of dastardly Russians. Yeah, right. The Russians uh, lately, out of their port, their warm water port in Syria, decided to launch an exercise. It just so happens this exercise coincides with a potential attack that is supposed to take place against Syria this week by the United States. Eleven warships decided to leave the port of Tartus. However, there are two what they call black hole submarines, which are still there in port. The black hole submarines are the old diesel-electric subs, the Kilo-class submarines that the Russians have made for coastline defenses. You've got nuclear subs and you've got diesel-electric subs. Diesel-electric subs run on diesel engines at the surface and electric engines submerged. Unlike nuclear-powered submarines, which run on nuclear power all throughout. The, pr the challenge with these black hole subs is that the Russians have continuously upgraded these subs, so they are almost undetectable because electric engines aren't as noisy as nuclear-powered engines. So these subs are basically noiseless and otherwise undetectable. And they're right there off the coast of Syria, waiting for some stupid Westerner to make a dumb mistake. And that's why that P-8 airplane, that anti-submarine warfare airplane was deployed by the United States because they are testing technology. So this is where we are. The West is goading Russia into a war, a third world war, a nuclear war, and they're starting it in Syria. This, this is not another Vietnam. This is another Spanish Civil War that took place during the 30s. You've got two sides here. Both sides are being propped up by the West and the East. In the Spanish Civil War, it was the National Socialists against the West, which happened to have been aligned with the Nazis at that point in the war. And all of these new tactics, tactics, blitzkrieg tactics, 
artillery, airplanes, tanks, infantry, combined arms. They were all tested in the Spanish Civil War. This is what we're looking at. Syria is the testing ground for new military material in preparation for the Third World War that is going to take place. They're using this gas attack in Syria, which there is no evidence for other than a picture which was put out by Al-Qaeda members. They're using this as an excuse to attack Syria. If they do it this Friday, like I think they will, it will not only be significant in that it will be the kickoff of the Third World War, but there are a number of metaphysical events that are also occurring at the same time. And this is part of the reason why people listen to the Cafe American podcast, because we talk about exopolitics. Not only do we see things on the ground, but we also try to align the metaphysical to what is going on on the earthly planes. And I'll tell you, starting Tuesday, there has been a solar storm that has been hitting the Earth. The sun has emitted a massive amount of electromagnetic waves. And these electromagnetic waves do influence the mood on the planet Earth. They do influence events on the planet Earth. Everything, everything is a frequency. Everything that you hear, see, feel, touch, your body is all resonating at a certain frequency. And these electromagnetic frequency waves that are emitted from the sun do influence every single frequency that you as a person interact with. It could be subtle. It could be your mood changes. It could be that you're more agitated. It could be that you feel more enlightened. Either way, it does change the mood on planet Earth. On number two, it is Mercury in retrograde. Mercury in retrograde is an interesting time because it's usually where all of the S hits the fan. Mercury in astrological terms is the planet of communication. And when something is in retrograde, it means that it is not going in the direction it should normally go. So if you look at the planet Mercury in the sky, it will go left to right or whatever, whatever have you. But while Mercury is in retrograde, it will go left to right, stop, go right to left, and then left to right again. So it looks like it's in reverse, hence the retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, most communications are misinterpreted. So you could be more agitated. You could be dealing with more annoying people that you've not dealt with so often in the past. Your actions, your words could be misinterpreted. You could be misinterpreting other people's actions and words. Essentially, don't engage in any sort of contracts, business-wise or otherwise. Don't try to resolve any sort of major issues during this time because more than likely, you're making the wrong decision and you are not being able to communicate as effectively as possible. Third, on Friday the 13th, oddly enough, Friday the 13th will mark the one year 
anniversary that Donald Trump dropped the most powerful non-nuclear weapon that the earth has ever seen in Afghanistan. What a day, what a time to memorialize the event. We should bomb Syria. Surely nobody will do anything against the United States and the West. I think this time will be different. This time will be different. If the United States actually bombs Syria in any sort of significant way, there will be repercussions. And what we're looking at here is not only the advent of the Third World War, but we're looking at a way of the future. What is it going to be? Is it going to be for mankind, or is it going to be a totalitarian matrix-style dictatorship where we have one government, we have one religion, and we have a technocracy? You see it with Google and Facebook, all of the data that they have on you on, and me. It's all stored. It's all collated. It's all given to the government. Why? Why is this happening? Don't tell me it's because of advertisers. No, 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 no. This is much more significant. We are about to shift. It's only the direction that we shift as a species. That's the difference. Which way is it going to go? It could either go towards the darkness or it could go toward the light. And this is what we're about to witness and experience. Syria is going to be the flashpoint. Syria was the place of the ancient gods and where they decided to create the spaceports, according to Zechariah Sitchin, or one of the places they decided to create the spaceports. Either way, Syria is a flashpoint. The West is going back to the origins of mankind after the Atlantean flood, the biblical flood. Whoever controls this area over the next few years will control the future of mankind on this planet. This is why it's so important to not go to war in this area. The energetic influences will ripple throughout the coming decades. And that's it for this episode, this riveting episode. I'm winded. I'm tired of the Cafe American podcast. Until next time, this is Chris Michaels.